Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. I love button. Button. Button it up. But, 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 button it up. But. But, 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 button it up. But. But, 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 I mean, butts. Butts and on. stuff, bro. Button. Baton, baton. How come nobody says it like that? A baton? Yeah. I've. Uh, oh, it looks like one of my batons came undone. It is baton. Oui, oui. It is baton. An un an unbatoned must be a bata bat off. A bat off. Bat off. Louis baton. Oui, oui. Yeah. <laughs> I I spit all over my monitor. <laughs> I believe that. Well, I think this needs to be the intro to the episode, because no explanations are needed. No. Max, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Whenever we get together, even if it's... Yeah, I mean, we're not together together, but, it, you know, it's we're just a good time. We're collaborating. Yeah. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Get your butt on. Get your butt on. Get your butt on. Get your butt on. What a vulgar woman. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways... Movies. Uh, movies. Let's talk about some movies. Let's yeah. talk about some movies. Mother, da, 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 da. Movies. Motherfucking movies. Oh. It's like the musical episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> you just gotta, just give me a little, uh, just a little something. Just a little bit of music. Just, a, just a, whatever speaks to your heart right now. All right, I'll, I'll sing the, I'll sing the movie and the year. How about that? Ooh, I like that. Go ahead. I watched this film. It's called Haunt. I watched it in 2019. It also came out that year. So here is the summary. But I can't do that yet. I have to do the rest. But there you go. <laughs> I like it. Yay! Good. All right. So I watched this in December of 2019, and it is one hour and 32 minutes, and. It's not not a horror movie. <laughs> it, it was directed by Scott Beck and Brian Woods, who were also the writers of the film A Quiet Place. Interesting. Yeah. Good job, Beck. Starring Katie Stevens, Lauren McLean, and Will Britton. The summary of this movie, and prepare yourself for the summary because I think it'll express my attitude going into this film. On Halloween. Uh, it's gonna make me pee a little. No, no, not even close. Okay. Good. On Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Whoa. Extreme! Yeah, I was like, heard the description, it was a recommendation, and I was just like, this is gonna suck balls and at that time i did not know scott beck and brian woods were the writers from a quiet place so i went into the movie with very low expectations and was completely blown away at how good it actually is Ooh. it is awesome it is really well written script it is a really cool premise it completely subverts a lot of the things that i thought were going to happen in a really interesting way the haunters like the the concept of the haunters in the movie is awesome there are some makeup effects in this movie that legitimately like i was like holy fucking shit that looks amazing 
The only real negative I have is it's a little bit of a lower budget, and they had to recycle a lot of the haunt set, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because it gives it a more realistic kind of feel because it would only be so big in real life. Okay. But it that's kind of my, my little negative about it. But it is an impressive film. It does a lot of interesting things and was genuinely, I was like into, in the beginning I was like, this fucking sucks. This is going to be stupid. It looks stupid. And then once they get into the haunted house, I was like, whoa, wait, what? Whoa, 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 wow, wow, this is awesome. That was kind of me watching it. And like, that's great. Like a hundred Who, who recommended speed. this for you? My supervisor, Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Uh, hi, Daryl. So it's real good. IMDb. Gives it a 6.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 42 critics, gave it a 71%. The audience, 8 people. Yes. 100%. Yes. <laughs> you know, 8 people isn't a lot of people, but it speaks volumes. There are probably 8 people who were involved in the movie. Who cares? I, I just <laughs> made me laugh when I saw 100%. I gave this a 7.5 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds good. It's good. It's very extreme, and the concept, I think, is interesting enough that it's going to surprise you. Good job, Daryl. Yeah. Friend Daryl. Your other friend Daryl. Your brother Daryl. That's him. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. You know what that guy does really good? Lick an envelope. That's untrue. <laughs> yeah, YouTube that shit. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how many times I've watched that, but it never gets old to me. Wow. You are an impressive, impressive man. <laughs> it's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of disturbing... Whoa. I watched a movie. This movie's from 2017. It is called You Were Never Really Here. Hmm. Have you heard of this one? I've heard the title, but I don't know anything about it. Okay, I think this was a Amazon original. I'm not 100%. I think it is, though. This is directed by Lynn Ramsey, starring Joaquin Phoenix, hmm. Judith Roberts... And Ekaterina Samsonov. Okay. Your IMDb summary. A traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. Huh. Really awful summary. <laughs> really just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, somebody's um, trying to be a little too clever. Yeah, I don't enjoy that at all. This movie is so incredibly dark. Hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is in times terrifying, and other times he's just so back and forth. He is very dirty. This movie is dirty. Everything's hmm. dirty and gross. What he does, he does hunt missing people. Uh, which tends to be girls, and it's usually gross things happening. Hmm. He literally drives to wherever he's hired to go, goes to a hardware store, buys a hammer, and then goes and knocks on the door and tries to get the girls out. It is bonkers. And uh, he will take a beating, and it is just... It's just crazy, the, the portrayal by him. I would bet... That this had a lot to do with the direction of the Joker movie, because mm. which I still haven't seen, by the way. But <laughs> oh wow, yeah, I own it. It's one of those ones sitting under the lighthouse, just waiting to be watched. Mm. <laughs> you know me, buying the physical media, never watching it. It's fair. But just a well, I know that movie is kind of like a Taxi Driver esque kind of movie, where it's a little dark, a little grim, uh, but not like you know the end of the world. This is super dark, super grim. He is so disturbing in this. Even though he's the good guy in the grand scheme of things, right. he is just so... His performance in this 
is fantastic. And uh, I think if the movie in general was a little better, uh, it would be it would be a higher score. But he is so haunting in this. Haunting, haunting is the theme of this episode. Haunting, I say. Hey, he's haunting me. Uh, just really like if you want a dark performance and it's in a real world kind of scenario because usually like real world scenarios i don't feel like we get quite this level of dark you know it's kind of like when you watch taxi driver the first time and you're just like god look at de niro like this movie goes all over the place but like look at de niro so good yep and i kind of feel like that's what we have here okay uh nearly the greatest uh second greatest score in all of cinema imdb gave Mm. it a 6.8 Rotten Tomato Critics, 89% out of 270 critics. Audience for Rotten Tomatoes, 65% out of 5,000 people exactly. Hmm. And me, the only number that matters. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. The movie's good. It's going to probably skew half a point up or down, depending on your taste, but he is so good in this. He's just really becoming such a good actor like as he ages he's a good he's like a wine or a cheese or something he's doing it he's doing that thing the good old wine cheeser ah the whiny cheesy <laughs> the whiny cheesy aye the whiny cheesy <laughs> so segues are important and i have no good one again aye no. whiny cheesy doesn't give you nothing <laughs> whiny cheesy this movie is from 2018, and it is called Dragged Across Concrete. Ooh. Yeah. That's why it's hard to segue. It's got a hell of a name. Uh, I watched you this. Don't ad- w- you don't want to drag your cheesy whiny across concrete. No, not at all. You don't want to drag it much through con- across concrete. Like, you just don't. I am um, going to guess that uh-huh. you love this movie. Because okay. Because that is such a metal name. What do you. You want to guess my score? Sure. I blind? will. I will guess that your score is 7.5. Okay. So I watched this in December. It is two hours and 39 minutes long. It is a crime drama. It was directed by S. Craig Zoller, who wrote and directed Bone Tomahawk, which is fucking great and you should watch. I've been meaning to watch that one. And he also did Brawl in Cell Block 99. Also great. The summary for this one is really underwhelming, but <laughs> short. So I wrote it because it was short. <laughs> Police partners descend into the criminal underworld after they are suspended for uh, assaulting a suspect on video. The police partners are Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. Hmm. And the movie also stars, this has a fair few people in it. One of our favorites, Michael Jai White. Hell yeah. Jennifer Carpenter is in this movie, if you're a Dexter fan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, uh, it is an underwhelming description of what happens, because it sounds like every other movie where the cops go, we're in trouble, we need to go do some shit. Damn and, it, Murtaugh. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, it's pretty much exactly right. And <laughs> my bullet point thoughts on a movie, this is what is referred to as a pot boiler, meaning, like, you know, everything seems normal, and it gets more and more violent, and, you know, we talked about, alluded to that in the last episode, I think, a little bit, too, with the mechanic, mm-hmm. where it just kind of yep. builds and builds and builds. And these... We watch these two seemingly good, genuinely good people trying to do the right thing make more and more questionable and poor choices as the movie goes on. Things tend to stay pretty grounded and pretty realistic, much like the movie you just described. But at times, this movie suffers from a little bit of the, isn't this cool or isn't this awesome and really doesn't serve any 
any purpose seemingly to progress the story forward in any meaningful way the jennifer carpenter part is particularly guilty of this it's a really cool scene or set of scenes that she's in but the little like mini movie within the movie that she stars in is really strange and Mm. it feels out of place and an already pretty long and you know it's not that it's plotty or anything but i'd call i guess methodical would be the best way to describe it okay felt more like a whoa i can do this Without the whole, should I be doing this? That there probably could have been. But Zoller is a hell of a screenwriter. He is very talented. He knows exactly what he wants. So maybe he had a lot of thoughts and a lot of reasoning behind it. But for my money, it just was a little bit too much. Two hours and 39 39 minutes is a chonky film. Sure, yeah. And you really got to be doing a lot to kind of keep my attention. And and, uh, Vince Vaughn's great in this. And we've been talking about recently how great he is. Yeah, no, he's been really pulling out some performances. And Gibson's very likable in this, which is surprising, because we all know since his Sugar Tits <laughs> episode, he hasn't been everybody's yeah. favorite. Yeah. But it's it's pretty it's a pretty darn good movie. IMDb gives it a 7.0 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes, critics, 137 of them gave this 75%. Okay. 643 audience members gave it the second best possible score achievable on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm -hmm. 69%. There it is. (laughs) And finally, to see if Tim's right, he guessed a 7.5 for me out of 10. I gave this a 6.5 out of 10. So it's, it is, that's still pretty good. He went over, so you do lose the Price is Right game. $1, Bob. (laughs) it is pretty darn good and it is worth your time if you're into something a little bit more tense and gritty that will take you a little bit of time to move through now aside from cutting that movie down in time is there anything else you would recommend they do to kind of bump it up a few points that's a good question tim very thoughtful yeah i don't normally give you good questions i just do a lot of uh uh-huhs so (laughs) (laughs) i I think a little bit more motivation for the characters. Take your time and spend it wisely. I understand why Mel Gibson's character is motivated the way he is, but these choices are so extreme that it doesn't quite warrant it, and this especially happens to the Vince Vaughn character. I'm trying not to go too crazy into spoiler territory if people want to watch it, but Vince Vaughn's character just like, uh, why the fuck is he doing this? Like, this makes no sense. And, hmm. it, like, those are the pieces, I think, that are missing. So not only is the pacing kind of the thing that really drug it down the most for me, it kind of dragged it across the concrete a little bit too much, mm. but the lack of focus on the characters and why they're doing what they're doing. So taking that time, and even if it was the same two hours and 39 minutes, but we managed not so much trying to make things like, whoa, but just made things more realistic. Maybe make it a little bit more bland, I don't know. But I think that could have been better spent. Either let's cut out... 20 minutes or so or let's take those 20 minutes and put it in a more effective place makes me wonder how long the director's cut is that's a good question maybe this is the director's cut oh man maybe Maybe. seven hours (laughs) (laughs) pretty much Zack Snyder's cut yeah yeah the Snyder cut is getting released (laughs) whatever um (laughs) well Max I'm gonna I'm gonna finish us off here you ready Mm -hmm. this movie is special Ooh. This movie is special for one very important reason. Okay. The creators of this movie asked me to review this. Holy shit. Holy shit indeed. This movie is Zombie with a Shotgun. Hmm. It's about a zombie with a shotgun. Okay. This movie was watched on February 12th, 
I don't know why I have a question mark. It's what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> the IMDb minutes. One hour, 19 minutes. Genre, action horror. Directed by Hilton Ariel Ruiz. Ruiz. I butcher every name, Ruiz. Uh, Bra- starring Brayden Bad. Bade. Catherine Kuhn. Kyle Hester. People. People in this movie. Yes. Your IMDb summary. This is a feature adaptation of a popular web series of the same name. Aaron and Rachel are on the run due to the fact that Aaron is infected by what seems to be a zombie virus. Hmm. So, this movie is a lower budget movie, and I think they they do the correct thing. Oh man, making noises. I think they did the correct thing with the budget. They spent it in the right places. Nice. Uh, your basic idea of this movie is Aaron, this character, and his girlfriend Rachel, they're trying to not have him be taken into custody because he is showing signs that he is probably infected with this zombie. It's funny, in the, in the day and age that we're living where we're all quarantined as of this recording, and it has to do a lot with what do you do with people that are becoming infected? Do you just throw them all in hospitals? Do you throw them all in you know certain locations what do we do with them right and it's a cool take on zombies because he is slowly getting more and more sick he does not just insta turn uh you don't actually see him actually get bit i don't believe uh, okay and uh it's called zombie with a shotgun because hobo with a shotgun is a great name um <laughs> But it was taken. Uh, Basically what it is is he is trying to protect himself as he is turning. And uh, they do show you him kind of like the movie is kind of like a flashback. You see him on early on in the movie on a train way more zombified holding his shotgun still on the run presumably. And then it shows you the how we got there kind of thing. That's cool. Um Again, it's a low-budget movie, so I think they kind of did what they had to do. They did it a smart way, and they told a decent enough story. It has its flaws, and, you know, if if you sunk more of a budget into it, would it have gotten better? It may have. I just like the actual plot idea, this big idea of zombies and slowly changing and still having some of your humanity after the fact. Yeah. um, Was a good take on it, which, you know, zombies have been done to death, so to have something original enough come out of this i I enjoyed it so the scores Mm. only imdb have rated this rotten tomatoes do not even have a page for it imdb gave it a 3.6 yikes i think that's rough now this is one of those things it's like velocipaster when we talked about that how do you rate something that is on a different scale a different level because it's it's in you know you're working within a budget you have all these restraints i gave this a 5.5 out of 10. Okay. I think all the effort was there, and I think that these people are going to go on to do even better things, and I'm interested to see the journey they take, because I think they put a lot of effort out in this, and it's very apparent. So I applaud them. I thank them for getting in touch with us, say, hey, you should review my thing. Do the thing. And I said, okay, I'll do the thing. And uh, <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's cool. You know. that, cool that they reached out because it's it's tough to have your your art and your ideas and your concepts criticized by some schlubs who just watched it like they would. And like Tim said, it's hard to gauge because you're watching this alongside a bunch of other movies with much higher budgets. So where do you make those concessions? What do you give them kind of a pass on, if anything? Or do you hold them to the standard of I'm watching, you know, fucking Rise of Skywalker and then I'm watching this and they're both movies. Therefore, I'm comparing them. Is that fair? Right. I think 
I try to, I mean, you see, like, you and I kind of rate differently. You'll go a little higher than I do. Yeah. It is so hard for me to get above, like, an 8. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's, like, this spot where I kind of lump things together. It, to get on either side of, like, a 3 or an 8, you yeah. got to really wow me. But I, I just think, you know, young filmmakers, I don't know if you're young, uh, doing doing that thing and really trying and putting it out there. Would I love to just be like, hey, you you talk to me. This is an 8. This is a 10. I'd love to, but I'm not going to do that because I don't think that does anybody any favors. So, uh, so yeah, keep up the good work. I enjoyed what you gave me, and uh, we'll see what you do next time. I'm interested. Awesome. That's it, people. Get the fuck out. Goodbye. Bye.